Welcome to Talking Giants, presented by Seeky. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick, And we got ourselves our first Eagles preview of the year. Woohoo! Going to be fun. The Eagles on a three-game losing streak. Will the Giants continue it? Uh, a Monday afternoon game? Justin, how you doing, my man? A Monday afternoon game. Just any other Monday. Uh, settle down on your couch at 4.30 and watch some New York Giants football. Yeah! Woo! Against the Eagles, where we haven't beat him since Vietnam. I, Wes Locke shared some facts. Joe Judge is, was the best coach versus the Eagles since Tom Coughlin. He, wow. he had um, three wins against him. That's stupid, two, that stupid two. drop against the Eagles. Were yeah, angry. That, was, that was the game. That was the he game. Went, <laughs> he went two and two versus the Eagles. Should have went three and one. The other game, he had you know Jake Fromm as starting a quarterback. Uh yeah, let's get, this Eagles team, obviously, they're reeling a little bit, man. But I, I like, so, Justin, if the Giants had beat the Saints, which it was very capable of doing, right? The Saints yep. aren't a very good team. You know, they just beat the Packers the week before. The Giants would be on a four-game winning streak. The conversations around the Giants would be a little a little more different in the, in the here and now, not so much big picture-wise. And then the Eagles come off a three-game losing streak. People would be talking about this Eagles team as like vulnerable. Three game losing streak. Defensive metrics are horrible. Um, and I would not have Justin. I, I think this defense is versus the New York Giants capable of being deadly, just as deadly as they were last year, right? Maybe a, maybe a little less so. Um, but this pass rush to me is just as deadly as it was last year. They're just not creating as many sacks as as they were. Maybe because they haven't played the Giants twice, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, you know, maybe maybe they'll get back up in those categories. Remember Before that was the thing for like the first month of the season is that every team that was leading the league in sacks and pressures at one point played the Giants. Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Justin, today's episode uh, was brought to you by some special people. Christopher Robin. Oh. Uh, Eeyore. Yeah. When he did, now, remember when we first started doing Patreon, was sometimes we wouldn't get new Patreons. We'd have to create fake names. You would create fake names, yes. Yeah, and we started just doing celebrities. I'm like, that's weird. Um, that's what ha- I just did. But we we did hit 800, but we don't have any new ones. So, oh. uh, no oh, patreon.com so slash made- talking giants. We're not going to tell you how it's $2 a month, how you do shirt raffles, live streams. So, we don't have any new Patreons, so we can't tell you about all that stuff. Uh, appreciate Chris slash- Robin. Christopher Robin, Eeyore, and Winnie the yeah. Pooh. Um, no, but here's so here's my thing with the, this this matchup this week, and then we'll get to offense, defense, whatever. You're going to break down schematics. The the JM football, the football today, and the power rankings conversation that you have on the Eagles right now is very different from the conversation that we're having on the Giants playing the Eagles, where it's like, hey, I 
like the this Eagles secondary is in trouble. Like there, James Bradbury and Sidney Brown, that final drive got torched by Drew Locke this this past weekend. That's that's bad. That's bad. Their secondary that was a, a real big advantage last year is not an advantage this year. And Darius Slay may even be out, you know, this this weekend for for the Eagles. And then even like their offense, like well, I'm gonna ask you, and maybe this could do you want to start off with the Giants offense or the Giants defense? I was hoping to do the Giants defense too. All right, then I'm gonna ask you this. Like with Jalen Hurts and and the Eagles offense, my biggest critique right now is where the hell is their quick game? It just feels like there's no quick game in that offense. It's either throw it deep to A.J. Brown, a Jalen Hurts run, and he's not even fully healthy right now. It just feels like that offense or defense doesn't have a very, very good identity right now for a team that is super ultra-talented. So we'll start off with the Eagles offense. Bobby, where the hell is this Eagles quick passing game? Because I think it's yeah, non-existent. The, yeah, it's really not there. Like The Eagles offense is still a good offense in the NFL. But yes. last year was so frustrating about the Eagles is just they had options no matter what you did defensively they had options right and that's why they were able to put up so many points and essentially every single game that they played with Jalen Hurts at quarterback and Jalen Hurts had a mastery of it you know like last year you want to you want to make sure Devontae Smith doesn't beat you on some quick game you know smooth routes well they're just that's when they're going to take their shots to A.J. Brown and then when you want to make sure you're not going to you know you're going to stop A.J. Brown which would happen more times you would go to Devontae Smith. Like last year, Devontae Smith had more catches than A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown had uh, only nine more targets. This year, it's just become much more of an A.J. Brown offense, and they're just looking to push the envelope. And hey, even though it's just, you know, obviously Devontae Smith is still number two in this offense, but he's being used more down the field than he is as just like a quick route runner in the short to intermediate game. Like he has a higher average depth of target than AJ Brown does. And in 2022, his was three yards less than AJ Brown, which is very significant. You know, that's the difference between Darius Slayton and, you know, Isaiah Hodgins uh, last year. So they're just pushing the envelope as an offense, looking to create explosives. You know, Brown has 39 more targets than Smith, 21 more catches. They have no slot wide receiver presence, which happens with it. Right. So, you know, their other wide receivers combined for 21 catches, and that includes Julio Jones. They they are just looking to push the ball downfield consistently. It's like, I want to throw go balls to A.J. Brown, run one dagger, and get the deep dig routes. They're just, they're just looking to create explosives. And they have done it, right? A.J. Brown's yeah. been great. Like, A.J. Brown is probably more their quick game than Devontae Smith is right now because yes. he gets some of those coverages. But in turn, it's... Jalen Hurts is less efficient, and he's turning over the ball fairly frequently. Like yeah. most most deep interceptions, fourth most in the NFL. And last year, he was second best in the NFL in turnover rate, only behind Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, AJ Brown's having a phenomenal year, and I think if it weren't for the first few games of the season, remember there was a little bit of like turmoil, and AJ Brown was like, "I want the ball more, I want the ball more," and then he's gotten the ball, and then he's gone on this, you know, insane ultra run where you know it's a it's closer to Tyreek Hill than. You know, some than some people think. Uh, and if it weren't for that slower start to the season, maybe AJ Brown is on a similar pace to Tyreek Hill. Which, um, you know, it's crazy when you kind of look at those when you look at those numbers. He was on pace to beat uh, Calvin Johnson's record at one point this yeah. year, like like eight games into the year. It was crazy, but then they start playing some better teams. I mean, they've had a gauntlet. They've had a gauntlet of a of a schedule over the last like six weeks, and you know they've lost their their last three. But they you know they beat the Bills, who are a good team. They they beat the Cowboys, uh, you know, a, a couple weeks ago uh, as well. So um, my even thing, my thing too with Jalen Hurts is he's kind of reverting back to twenty twenty one habits of what was one of the main things that we said after his two thousand twenty one season, and we were unsure about him in two thousand twenty two. He couldn't handle pressure. 
And I think we're starting to see that again in 2023, where Jalen Hurts is not throwing very well under pressure. Yeah, the offensive line is still one of the best, but it's a little more leaky. And then you've seen the times now Lane Johnson's healthy for this game. Malata's healthy. Malata's playing better than he was last year, and Kelsey obviously is too. But even like Lane Johnson, I think he went two years without giving up a sack. This year he's given up three. And you've seen when Lane Johnson went down. I mean, they they lost to the Jets. You know, for at one point they were what, ten and one? Their only loss of the year was due solely to Lane Johnson being injured. Yeah. Like every bad play that happened on offense was due to a pressure from Jack Driscoll, uh, who was who's their swing tackle um over there. So Here's that being said, I don't see us getting pressure on him. No, unless we no. do all out blitzes, and they're going to kill that if we do that. Like that's, you Correct. know, that's not the way to attack AJ Brown and Devontae Smith the way that they've been pushing the ball down the field. You're going to give up a ton of explosives if you operate where you're like, and I'm not, and I'm not simply talking about like five man like blitz to safety. Like I think the only way that this team's going to get pressure on them is if they like run cover zero blitzes. I don't think right. your normal blitzes are going to get home. On this team, unless yeah. Cave, unless honestly, Kayvon, who's we're very happy with how his second year has developed, unless Kayvon plays better than he has this year as a whole, like Come on. for, for Kayvon would have to like take a step forward in his play for this to be a game where they're going to get pressure. I want to talk about Kayvon maybe a little bit later. Ooh, spoiler. Um, how, how did the Giants? I'm going to putting this in quotes because the Giants got their ass kicked by the Eagles. I guess no, that, that final week, that final week of the season was kind of awesome because <laughs> it was like a close game. The Kenny Galladay touchdown. Yeah. Uh, how, how did the Giants, quote unquote, attack the Eagles offense last year? Like what was what was their approach? And did you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? What would you do differently or would you do the same? Well, in the regular season games, they kind of switched their coverages up throughout, right? Like, uh you remember that just Jalen Hurts was surgical in that game. Then like Wink kind of switched back up to some like his pressure and man because the zone stuff wasn't working. And then they got big plays off of it. Um, and then the Eagles, the final game of the year, which I thought they would do more of in that playoff game, they were just throwing all types of like different shit at them. Like it was they, it was like Wink just like, hey, I'm gonna throw every coverage I have and in my playbook four or five times like every 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 play in my defense is getting ran four times in this game and no more no less which i thought they'd carry some of that over and they played more of that soft you know soft coverages that wink started playing more at the end of last year um so i mean i do think the way to go after them is to be aggressive um and then you know switch up and but you but so you have to play not soft but you have to play deep, right? So I'm not saying you have to play guys 10 yards off or A.J. Brown's going to feast in the underneath game. That will become the quick game. Dallas Goddard um, will do that. But you can play up and play zone coverages and throw different looks, and you can get some turnovers that way while also mixing up some of your pressure. So, like, that's that's my way. You just got to throw all types of different stuff at them. But playing guys eight yards off like you did versus Saints is not going to be the way to do it. Cordell Flott versus A.J. Brown. Remember that Remember that was the thing last year where we were like, oh, what? He did hey. have some good reps versus A.J. Brown. <laughs> he like, did. It's kind of crazy. He did. Are we going to see that again? No, I think uh, – oh, so here you go. Who do you put on A.J. Brown? Who do you put on Devontae Smith? I put a Dory on Devontae, and I put Deontay Banks on A.J. Brown. I think it's going to be the opposite way around, though. Okay. Because that's the Dory's who they had cover AJ Brown last year. I I think I mean I'm just thinking of like I, I think AJ Brown is less likely to beat 
Deontay Banks at the at the release versus Devontae Smith is kind of like more of like that crafty guy that he could easily beat him at the release. But he, um, AJ Brown, I feel like because AJ Brown's so physical and, and like a downfield threat, I feel like he gets disrespected in like the other like he's great in every area of the yeah, game. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I would if and like we talked about the catch point. Um, now Adore is not necessarily great at the catch point, especially this year. But AJ Brown's going to have an advantage over like anybody at the catch point. Yeah, so. the, that's what that's basically what I'm saying. Like, our, our corners, I I don't feel good about either one. Adore has not been good this year. But hell, they, come on, Cordell Flot, let's go, do it again. Let me see. Yeah, it. it'd be interesting to see if the Giants, what type of personnel, if they go to like, I could see them trying to throw like Dane Belton out there and run more big nickel because they don't really have a slot wide receiver presence and they're going to want to run the ball. Um. I feel like they're going to want to run the ball a little more in this game because they're playing the Giants. You know, they're not going to feel the need to go crazy. Like, and they become a more of a zone rushing team, which I do think is a mistake, especially with Swift as their primary back. But DeAndre Swift's been explosive for them. Um, he still makes bad reads, you know, more often than most backs, but he's been able to be good and efficient behind that offensive line. And Kelsey, if there's one player in the NFL who has, like, been able to handle Dexter Lawrence has been Jason Kelsey. Yeah. He owned him in all three matchups last year. And Dex is probably going to be on a pitch count if he even does play. Nacho may not play. Um, quick uh, trivia. Who did the Giants sign a defensive tackle today? I, I've been at the warehouse all day. Timmy Horn. Come on, dude. Falcons practice squad player out of ah, come on. Kansas State. He spent four years with Charlotte, then transferred to Kansas State with a 2022 undrafted free agent. Played 17 games for the Falcons last year, five starts, 31 tackles in 20 career games. Um, so there you go. And Justin, Boston yeah. Scott. Yes, this is the this is a Boston Scott game, and I, I kind of really I kind of like that the Eagles have embraced it as well. Yeah. So here is. These I I got some because uh, I did my Boston Scott Scott tweet this week. I'll let me read it real quick for the people. Um, where is it? Boston Scott has played in nine uh, games versus the Giants and seventy two games versus other teams in the NFL career. Versus the Giants, seventy four yards per game, eleven touchdowns. Versus other teams, which again it's seventy two games, eighteen yards per game, and nine touchdowns. He has scored touchdown in nine of nine games versus the Giants. And. So I had some like fantasy football betting advice people get in my mentions, Justin. And they're like, yeah, but they're not using Boston Scott this year. And another guy uh, subtweeted me and be like, if someone's betting advice to you is that this player has owned this player, that is very silly. Duh, duh, duh. It's like, you got you dumbasses don't know. The Eagles know about this. The they Eagles know. forced that. Boston Scott didn't get used a lot in 2021 either. But guess what? They started forcing Boston Scott down our throat yep. in that game to get him the touchdown. And it's probably going to be a blowout. They're probably going to have some goal line stuff in the second half. And they're going to give Boston Scott the ball. So bet Boston Scott touchdown this week. I'd never give any you... advice on this show except for twice a year, three times if we make the playoffs. Bet Boston Scott touchdown. If you bet $20 on DraftKings Sportsbook, the odds are plus 320. $20, Boston Scott, anytime touchdown score, you get $84. Do you have like an, like, like, uh, the, can you do that for me? Cause I'm in Florida. Yeah. I'll send you 20 bucks right now. Okay. I'll put 30 on it. So you're putting 10 for you? No, we'll put, we'll put 20, 20 for me, 10. Yeah, 10 for me. Okay. I'm gonna send you twenty bucks right now. Huge. It's plus three twenty. 
Yes. That's Any, crazy. Anytime, anytime touchdown score is plus three twenty. I'm trying to find you on um Venmo. Zell. Nope, Zell. I can't send Zells. I can only receive Zell. That's very Oh weird. no. All right. Well we'll we'll figure it out. Giants I'm, offense. I'm just paying you twenty bucks on Venmo. Nope. Don't do that. Oh, oh, you can't even click on your Venmo profile anymore. No, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, we PayPal? Had, we, we had this discussion. No. Yeah, but I, I didn't realize. You don't have PayPal? No, I do not. What about Cash App? Nope. What? The, how the hell do you get through life? All right, well, I owe you 20 bucks next time I see you. You owe me 20 bucks, and you want to know or what? Or you know what? Off the Patreon, which we didn't get any new ones this week, just take 20 bucks off. Perfect. Actually, you're going to have to be sending me money because we're winning this bet. What am I fucking thinking? Oh, well, you want to know what? You want to know what you owe? We should just, but can we just have do the DraftKings ad now? Do you want to know what? Do you, that's tough for Danny King. I know. I know. We're squeezing Danny King out. I'm going to do the DraftKings ad right now. Wow, that's really evil. And I was about to talk about something else. Yeah, well, sorry about it. I mean, this is, if, use our code on this because this is going to lead to signups. And uh, I want, I want, I want the credit, and then I get the bread. It, if you know what I mean, because at DraftKings Sportsbook, official betting partner of the NFL, um, NFL fans, it's time to unwrap nonstop football action this uh, season. Throw down on big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just five bucks on the NFL and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with code WORLD. New customers can bet five dollars on NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code WORLD. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net with spelling the numbers again. In New York, call eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY. Four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 seven, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Twenty one plus. Age varies by jurisdiction. Forty in Ontario. Bonus best expired one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. See uh, dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible terms and responsible gaming resources. You'll be glad you did. Bet Boston Scott. Thirty dollars to win one hundred and twenty-six dollars. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I feel, like it, I feel like it should be more than that. What is the odds? Plus three. It's plus three twenty. Did I say plus three fifty? I can't. I was wrong. I was wrong. A- anyways, the Eagles' defense: twenty-six in points per game, thirtieth in EPA per play, three-game losing streak. You're gonna say, "Well, Bobby and Justin—they have the twenty-eighth passing defense in the NFL." Like Davido can get back on track. Uh, has, no, I don't think so. This this pass rush is is still nasty to me. Hassan Reddick has 11 sacks. He's 12th in the NFL in total sacks, hits, and pressure. Is he a one man wrecking crew? Absolutely not. Joshua is tied with 12th and as t- uh, for 12th in the NFL with sacks, hits, and pressures, and has seven sacks to his own. Well, is it just two guys? No, nope. Brandon Graham actually has the highest pass rush run rate on the team, 12th in the NFL. Well, what about their defensive tackle? It's not that strong, is it? Well, Jalen Carter's fifth in defensive tackle pass rush run rate in the NFL. Oh, well, you know, it's defensive tackles, right? Uh, you know, who's ahead of him? Aaron Donald, Dexter Lawrence, Chris Jones, Quentin Williams. I don't know. Fletcher Cox is seventh in defensive tackle uh, sacks. Uh, oh, and a measly 17th in sacks, hits, and pressures. And you also have uh, Jordan Davis, who's a good run defender. I don't care who they have at cornerback. 
you know, because I don't know if Slade's going to play. Maddox might be back. Bradbury's been struggling a little bit. They're looking at this Giants offense to feast. I just put uh, 20 more dollars on Boston Scott scoring another touchdown. Not not two. It's two bets. Yeah, man, I'm not I'm not very emotionally invested in this offense to end the season. Uh, you, no, that's a lie. I'm invested in, you know, obviously invested in Andrew Thomas, but he's like fucking hurt. Um, and I'm invested in Andrew Thomas against this pass rush. I'm, in, I'm very invested in John Michael Schmitz versus Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, um, and, and, those, and those characters. Um, I'm invested to see how Darren Waller ends the season. Um, Wondell Robinson, come on. Like, hey, let's let's. Yeah, Wondell, I want to see how he does because their linebackers aren't good. Their safeties aren't good. Right. We don't know how they're going to be at corner with health-wise. I, I want to see Wondell play well. Yes, and I, maybe he doesn't get the ball because of this stuff, but I want to see him like get open and stuff. I want to see him be able to uncover uh, consistently. I know he had that big game versus the Packers, and we were expecting. Well, people wanted like you know, oh well, here comes another big game. It didn't happen, not necessarily because of him, just because of the way the Saints played and the way the Giants' offense played. Like, there's any chance they got a running game going with no linebackers and. No chance, now, right? It's funny how their <laughs> rushing stats look. They're seventh in total rushing, seventeenth in yards per carry, and then twenty eighth in EPA per play. But with Matt Patricia, they're going to play a lot more man coverage, right? And that burned them in the Seahawks game. And I, I don't think he's going to change much, especially against the Giants. Uh, and that's all he did in Detroit. The linebackers are going to get more downhill and be looking like that's going to be an emphasis for them is stopping the run. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see it. You know, I talked a lot this week about the Giants' run game issues. The offensive line report was that, right? Where the offensive line report usually skews towards pass protection a little more. I just went through all Saquon Barkley's carries. We talked about it on the mailbag pod. Um, and, you know, I did a 30-minute thing on Bleacher Report, like all about Saquon Barkley and the running game and all that stuff. I don't see this being the game. Like, I think they're going to throw a lot of different run blitzes and different shit at the Giants and and – they're going to have a hard time blocking it up front. Can't help but agree. <laughs> I don't know what else there is to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know it sucks, but that I, I, that's where I, I kind of see this going. So, this is, so like, again, I'm, I'm not looking at this Eagles team as a team that's lost three games in a row. I'm looking at them as a 10-4 and four team uh, that is still extremely talented and more like, you know, even in the offseason when we may have had some delusions of like, you know what, maybe we can beat the Cowboys. I don't think that ever crossed our minds with the Eagles. No. You know, like we always mark that down as two losses. Even when, if it, the- when if anything, I think the Eagles are a more beatable team than the Cowboys just because I think the way the way that the Cowboys are I coached. I think if you're a good team, they are. If you're a bad team, I feel like the Cowboys are more beatable. Okay. I, mean, I, I think the way that the Cowboys are coached specifically against the Giants is – matches up very bad. I mean the way that they're way that Dan Quinn coaches that defense and has that defense going against the Giants is a really bad formula versus the Eagles. The Eagles seem to be a little bit more kind of line up and play ball and you know let their pass rushers just go after it, but their pass rushers going after it, they're all really good. So Hargrave was a big loss for them, but they also drafted Jalen Carter, who's already arguably their best defensive player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's probably their best player on defense right now, which is which is cray cray. Imagine if they still had Hargrave. Oh my god! No, I don't. I actually, I won't imagine that. I, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. Actually, it might be nice because it take Jalen Carter off the field. And actually, no, then they would. Ju- it would just take Fletcher Cox off the field. 
All right, Justin, why don't you talk to us about something before we bring Danny King on? Oh, sure. I, and, and I intimidate our listeners a little later in this podcast. Oh, my God. You want to put fear in their eyes. Well, you want to know what I want to put in front of your eyes? Manscaped, because it's so beautiful and it's so helpful. And it's one of our best deals. The holidays are approaching. But what if I told you that celebrations are starting earlier this year? It turns out that the perfect gift does exist. And who else? To bring it down your chimney than the leaders in below the waist grooming. Keep calm and let your balls jingle this season with Manscaped's new performance package 5.0 Ultra. Look nice when you're going naughty by going to manscaped.com and use code GIANTS for 20% off plus free shipping. Unwrap the gift of smoothness this season with Manscaped. And included in the special sack is the Lawnmower 5.0, the Weed Whacker and 2.0 Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, my favorite. Manscaped's liquid formulations and two. Free gifts. Don't forget about that beard kit, too. Love that beard kit. One of my buddies who has, a, who has a nice beard, he has the brush, and he says it feels just so good on his face. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GIANTS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code GIANTS. Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. Bobby's going to be glad you did. Talk to Danny King. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. All right, we now welcome on to the show Danny King, weatherman Dan. Dan, what's the weather going to be like on December 25th at 4.30 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Justin, you're not going to. I hope it rains, honestly. You're you're not going to this game right anymore, Justin? No, 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 no. No, I tried to bully Marash into letting us co-host the radio show with us, and he said no. That's kind of funny. Uh, I think we might do a spot that day, though. Hey, that'd be kind of fun. That'd be kind of fun. But there's a chance of rain, but nothing... Nothing like we see at MetLife on any given Sunday afternoon when the Giants play, or Jets play there for that matter. But it's going to be like 52 degrees, chance of rain, partly cloudy. So not the best weather, not too cold for this time of year of a, of a Christmas Day game at 4.30 in the afternoon. But it's, it's not going to pour on those Eagles fans, which disappoints me a lot. What would you say? I said it's not going to pour on those Eagles. What's fans. the weather going to be like? Oh, 52 and partly cloudy. Chance of rain. It's pretty nice for this time of year. Oh, chance of rain. I hope it chance rains. Of rain. Chance I of do rain. hope it rains. Nothing crazy, though. Don't get your hopes up. All right, what do we got for trivia this week? All right, so I realized I probably hit all like the all-time leader in a single-game type stat. So this week, I decided just to go way back. September 30th, 2007, the Giants defeated way the back. Eagles. It's defeated the Eagles 16-3. to Fantastic games. Would have loved to watch it. Uh, and on that day, a Giants defender had 11 total tackles. 10 of them solo. Can you name the player that had that led the Giants in tackles on September 30, 2007 in their game against the Eagles? Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce. Justin, do you have an answer for me? Uh, could be Jabril Wilson. It could be Kavika Mitchell. Um, I mean, I feel like Antonio Pierce is a really good guess. The because, solo is what makes me think it's it's Pierce. You know what? I love this guy. I, I'll tell you what. Uh, I am going to say Jabril Wilson. Justin, you would be correct. It is right. Jabril Wilson. That's right. 11 solo tackles, 10 of them on the day. Uh, he led the Giants. He was with the Giants from 04 to 2007, and then he went to the Dolphins. Then he went to the where'd he go? Where he Dolphins. Went after the, 
Or the Raiders. Raiders. He went Raiders after that. Ah! Then Dolphins. Just like Antonio Pierce. Technically. And then the, and then the Bengals 2011, 2011, 2010 to 2011. And then after that, that's where Wikipedia did not have him anymore. So that's all I had on you. And I saw one year ago, he or a year ago, he was on the Giants countdown to the draft post y'all were doing. Yes, I, I'm a big I'm a big Jabril Wilson guy. He always he was a free safety, but he always played like a strong safety. So I I, I grew up liking him. There you go. I was right. I'm hot in trivia. People are rooting for my for my demise, by the way, in JM football, because they're starting to realize that I'm not very good at football trivia. So they're like really rooting for me to fail. It's like I loved watching Panic fucking suck in this video. I saw the graphic <laughs> of the um. The second all-time leading receiver. I got that right, but you know how I got it right? Because I thought Terrell Owens was second. And I saw Terrell Owens was a third, so like someone had to do it recently, Larry Fitzgerald. Boom. You love him. Okay, so you know, let's preview pod this time of the year. I can ch- So when we first started Supplement Radio, we were just looking for interaction at the point, And one of our jokes was like, I think we might just be the anti- Larry Fitzgerald podcast. Like yeah. we're just gonna we're gonna go against Larry Fitzgerald. And my co host was like, that's a terrible idea. No one's no so we we so we 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 did it for a little bit. All right, fantasy this week. Uh Danny will be picking first, but man, you ha- you kinda that week. crap crap the bed. You had twelve point three points last week. You were thirty two point three points behind the lead. Justin won last week, he'll be picking second, but he's eighty one points behind, and then myself with a thirty one point outing. I'm in first. I'll be picking third. Danny, first pick this week. Who you got? So I've been going back and forth on this one. I've been mm. stuck between DeAndre Swift uh, with the fact that Dexter Lawrence either may not play or be on a pitch count once again, or A.J. Brown, because I'm kind of sick of Saquon. He has failed me both weeks of fantasy because the Giants are going to run the ball a lot. I, I know. See, that's what I'm going with. But I feel like the Eagles are going to want to get back this passing game on track, and the best way they could do that is probably throw the football to A.J. Brown. Uh, so I shall take A.J. Brown this week because I think the Eagles are going to want to try and get back on track. That's the right pick. I was trying to bait you into picking DeAndre Swift. It were, It was, It was. was. not going to lie. As I was saying it, I was like, I'd probably say it's a good pick. It might be. But I was sticking with my guns with A.J. Brown. <laughs> I was I was definitely throwing some smoke screens out there. Justin, uh, who, who you got with the second pick? I'll take DeAndre Swift. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'm glad they're going to run the ball a lot. Um, but I did not want you to take who I'm going to take with this pick. Take it, Devontae? Yeah, Devontae Smith. I'm taking Devontae Smith. I think he'll have a big game this week. So I'm taking Devontae Smith. So we got three Eagles off the board in the first round. And I generally don't know who to pick with this next pick, right? Because... Can the Giants muster up one drive to get down to the one-yard line and pound it in with Saquon Barkley? Are they going to be able to use him as a receiving threat to get his catches up and make – because I don't think he's going to have some big game, right? Um, Giants' run game is horrible. But I can't take any receiving threat. Dallas Goddard, who I punched in the face in South Dakota – Yeah, funny story about him. Is not really producing a ton of points. So you know what I'm doing? There's a pick here. I'm going safe, and I'm going Boston Scott with my. Wow, that's whoa, not the pick I was thinking whoa. of. No, who are you thinking, Juan Dale? Because he's going to get a lot of catches. Yeah, because that's who I'm taking next. If I'm up. All right, I'm going. I'm going Boston Scott. 
and I'm going Wondell Robinson. But let's start. I mean, hey, I mean, the second round is where I also picked Boston Scott last year, and we all had a similar reaction. But I'm all right. I'm kind of just reacting because it's like, whoa, all right, good for you for taking him. But I'm not saying it's a bad pick. I think it's a good pick. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm just, I didn't know this is where it was going to happen. I have $50 on my own money right now as to, well, $30. You know, yeah, Bobby's, uh, Bob, I'm good for 20 bucks. I'm not going to Bobby's good 20 for 20 bucks. bucks. 30 bucks. 30 bucks right here. Bobby's good uh, for 20 bucks. Justin's got one deal. All right, Danny, you got back-to-back picks. Saquon Barkley not taken yet. I mean, I was, I was crapping off. I was crapping off a second ago, but I, but I, but I will take Saquon. Ah, okay. I will take Saquon. I, I, I was like, you know, having my right. jokes with it, but I was like, all right, now I got to take Saquon, no matter what. Um, now, now I generally don't know what to do. Cause I, I know I do know what to do, but the other guys just Imagine you like, look at, you just look at the players in this and Danny got AJ Brown and Saquon. What? Th- there's crazy. another Jobs player that I'm stuck between, but I, he should be better this week. And he already, he put up like what, eight points last week. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's roll with Darren Waller. Why? Oh not? yeah. I'll take both of them. They have I, bad linebackers. I just don't know if we're going to be able to get the ball to him. That's the, pro- I was stuck between him and, um, uh, Darius Darry slated because obviously, as y'all have talked about, the Eagles secondary is kind of in shambles right now. James Bradbury lost the game last week for them, and then obviously no Darius Slay possibly again. So that was my fault with Darius Slayton. But I was like, let me just take Darren Waller. He's still sitting right there. I'd be silly not to. Yeah, in theory, this can be a great Darren Waller game. This can be a great Darren Waller game, but I just don't know if we're going to be able to block enough and get the ball to him. So that's why I, I thought about taking him fourth. But I just like I, I don't I don't have a lot of confidence in like I have I have more confidence that Boston Scott will have to get a touchdown than Waller will get more than a couple be able to catch a couple passes. So I right, Justin, your third pick. Funny story about Dallas Goddard, he's off the board, correct? No, he's available. No, he's still there. Funny story about Dallas Goddard. What's that? Punch in the face in South Dakota. I Whoa. will be taking him. Sucker punched his ass. <laughs> we think Dallas Goddard knows that you say this. Like, no way. Like, dude. Th- it's gotta be like a chance, right? Does he think he knows? Yeah, maybe I fucking knocked him so silly he forgot. But I, I think he, <laughs> that, that's I think what he I'm least, wondering. I think he remembers like, that it happened. That's like what I'm trying to remember. Like, I wonder if he just like has any memory of you punching. If we would have went to Philly, I would have had a a sign. <laughs> remember me sign. Um, and I have back to back picks. I am going to go Darius Slayton, the Giants wide receiver one. Sure. No matter how much people hate it, I technically don't like it, but it is their wide receiver one. And then my last pick, I'm going to go a guy I liked in the draft as receiving back, one Kenneth Gainwell. That's a good pick. I mean, technically, I... He's their backup running back, and I already picked their third string running back, so I can hedge against that a little bit. Yeah, they, they, I think I could see this being a little bit of a Kenny Gainwell game, getting the ball out of the backfield and receiving. Huge game. Him. I mean, he was their leading rusher in the playoff game. Yeah. Uh, Justin, your your last pick. Uh Jalen Hyatt, score a touchdown. That's one of the things I'm invested in for this year. Do we get a Jalen Hyatt touchdown? Jalen Hyatt. All right, Danny. Last pick. This to me is fascinating because they have a slot wide receiver who no one's picking, but he doesn't get any play. They got backup tight ends, but you can also look at Giants players like who can get some garbage time points for the Giants. Oh, Paris Campbell. I don't think Paris Campbell's going to be active. Though. Oh, good yeah. point. I think there's one who got some a little bit of run last week that I think I, I would I would take, but Sterling Shepard. 
one that got a little bit of run last. Man, yeah, this this just sucks. he got a bunch of check. He got it's. I'm just gonna say it because I don't really care if you pick him or not. Eric Gray, he got a bunch of checkdowns at the end of. Oh, the last wow! Good shot. It was Eric Gray. Eric Gray. Eric Gray in play. Six points last week. Gary I mean, Brightwell for, being activated. Uh, for some reason, Jalen Hurts, like as we all know, last week he took that deep shot. The Quez Watkins that I saw Eagles fans say, like, can we stop throwing deep the Quez Watkins? That is, is the a, safe bet. Watkins. Is, is this is this a Quez Watkins deep reception game? I think it could be. That's who was catching my attention. I'll take it, Quez. I mean that that's that's the pick that makes the most sense. I, I'm also just desperately trying to reclaw my way back into this after the desperate mistake. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think that this can be. If Devontae Smith got hurt, this could be the game. Or Devontae Smith somehow got shut out. I just don't know if this is a game. I think you can get. I think you can close the. I'm trying actually, to. You got AJ Brown, Saquon, and Waller. I'm trying you to could close ground. Realistically, close the gap if the Giants show up like halfway decent on offense. Uh, to recap, myself and first have Devontae Smith, Boston Scott, Darius Slayton, and Kenneth Gainwell. Justin has DeAndre Swift, Wandale Robinson, Dallas Gard, and Jalen Hyatt. Danny, you have AJ Brown, Saquon Barkley, Darren Waller, and Quez Watkins. You are 32 points out of the league. All right, Giant Factors. Danny, you get uh, first shot this week. I mean, like, I, I hate to say, like, like, like Giant Factor, because, like, honestly, he's not like he's some no-name guy. But Adore's obviously not been the best this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw last week he got beat up a lot in that Saints game. I just want to – I just when, – when I watch Adore, I know he's a good player. I don't know what's not clicking with him this year. And I know this is not going to be the easiest get-right game for Adore Jackson. But whoever they put you on, whether it's Devontae Smith or A.J. Brown, go out there and just attempt to lock them down. Limit – make Jalen Hurts have one less option to throw to with an already pretty good offense with the likes of Dallas Goddard, whether he guards – AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I wanted to see Adore Jackson play well, have belief he could be on this team next year, be a halfway decent quarter next to Deontay Banks. So Adore Jackson, go out there, be a judge factor, because you're better than the way you've been playing. You've sucked so far this year. I've not enjoyed watching you, and you should not have been that bad against the Saints last week. So Adore, turn it around, be a judge factor. Justin, who is your week 15? No, this is week 16 giant factor. Yeah, please do not bring us back another week. Um, Danny... Randy Bullock was put on IR. Who's our kicker? It's going to be Cade York. No, 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 no. Son of a bitch. Are no, you going to do this, Justin? No, I, I genuinely was wondering because I honestly oh. thought Danny was going to go that direction. No, yeah. no, no, no. I was not. I'll, I'll let probably have it, but no. I was not going to go that way. Kayvon Thibodeau is my giant factor. Uh, Kayvon had a good... Really solid game against Green Bay two weeks ago. You know, didn't you know put up half sack, but I thought he was really, really good against the run, and I thought it was one of his best all-around games in a game where I think Jordan Love is getting rid of the ball kind of quick, too. Last week against the Saints, Derek Carr's getting the ball, getting rid of the ball pretty quick, too. Against a divisional rival, against those offensive linemen that are really good, my lot of Lane Johnson guys that are going to be there for a long time. I want to see something out of Kayvon. Uh, it's kind of short, sweet, and simple. Kayvon Thibodeau, go out there. Be a giant factor. I'm going Cade York. Oh, I, yeah. I was got really worried there for a second. Because <laughs> I was going up and down the roster being like, who's my giant factor? I picked this guy two weeks ago. I don't want to reuse him. I was like, you know what? You know what? Something like, hey, maybe Cade York at one point was a highly picked kicker. And remember the Cleveland Browns tweeted, that's why you pick a kicker. Because he kicked a game winner in his first game and then became the worst kicker in the NFL after that. But there's got to be some talent in there. Cade York, harness that talent and become a good kicker for the Giants, and we'll see what happens in this offseason. You're going to be here at least for for that. So, Cade York, you be a giant factor. Inspiring. I can't believe you went with that. 
I, I never thought I would see Bobby freak out about a kicker more than he just did. I can't well, believe if Justin would have. It would have ruined me if Justin picked Kate York. <laughs> I was like, no you. way. The one time I do something like different like this, you pick the same guy. <laughs> uh, all right, spread picks. You know what? Who are spread picks brought to us before, uh, by Danny before I, before you know I start breathing down these people's necks. Yeah, before you start breathing down people's necks, I want to talk to you guys real quick about SeatGeek because today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. If you don't know what SeatGeek is, well, what are you doing? They're a ticketed app that makes buying tickets super simple. With over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one rated ticketed app. As you see right here, it's on my phone. Because SeatGeek is the best ticketed app out there. There are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. They always want to make sure you are getting the good deal. So when you are on the app, like I just showed you, look for the green dots. Green means good. Red means bad. Every ticket is backed by their buyer guarantee. And SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps. Just me personally, I've used a SeatGeek to go see St. John's at the Garden when they play Providence because I love St. John's basketball. It's kind of fun to watch. So we got the hookup for you. Use code Jives for 20% off your first purchase at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code Jives. Click the link in the description to download the app today. Guys, you'll be very glad you did. I'm using them for the Pop-Tarts Bowl. So how about that? The, oh, I forgot about the pop charts. I'm also using them for the Giants-Rams game. Hey, you know who's going to be invested in that? Who? Timmy you. Horn, the new Giants defensive tackle Ooh. who was at Kansas State last year. So, Call out. Do we have any NC State guys on the team? Um, No, Daniel Bellinger, San Diego State. We did have B.J. Hill, but he left. Was BJ you Hill you know, State? last year that the Giants were the only team that had uh, was represented by both teams in the national championship game. Because Daniel Bellinger, San Diego State, and Matt Parrott, UConn. Oh wow! I didn't. I remember tweeting that. that fun fact out from the account. Something I'll something I'll do every single year for March Madness to see. Um, do we have any NC State guys? Right? No, none of the running backs, none of the receivers. Like currently on the roster? Yeah, I don't think I don't think there is. Yeah, no. We did have all-time leading Giants sack rookie uh, BJ Hill. But. All right, well, I guess that settles it. I'm going to be rooting for Kansas State and my boy, Timmy Horn. Shout out, Timmy. Horny for Horn. All right, uh, spread picks. The listeners, they're in first place. That's cool and all. They went 2-5 and five last week. They're 61-54. and 54. That's a very good record. Justin, he went 5-2 and two last week. Bet, uh, you know, best record of the week. He's 51-64, still in last. Danny, well, now, you went four and three. Good week. 57 and 58. You're one game below 500. You're clawing back. Good for you, trying, Danny. We're trying. Thank you. I have clawed back. Five and two. I said, I, I'm slow and steady. I got to get back to over 500. I don't want to get cocky because this, this is far from over. I'm back at, I'm back over 500, right? I've never went under 500 spread picks. I got to finish this season strong. 58 and 57. So not only am I like my goal of being over 500 has, is it now attained and attainable if I finish? If I beat the listeners or Danny, Danny, you, this is realistic for you too. This is literally the greatest, like to me, it's got to be like the greatest choke job of all time. Oh, right? oh yeah. God. Oh yeah. You cannot start off as hot as they did and then falter right now. This and is even, even worse than 28 to three. Exactly. Who's picking this week? They got a lot of pressure on them. Chris Peace is, uh, is, is, Picking this week, Chris Peace. Tr- please forgive us what we're about to do to you. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Uh, great guy, but 
I'm looking for something. Broken bed oh. with Chris. Bro- bro- broken bed? Excuse me? What? Uh, <laughs> broken bread. <laughs> with crispy. With crispies many a time. <laughs> there's, there's no coming back from that. <laughs> there's no coming back from that. Do you find whatever you're looking for, Bobby? Yeah. <laughs> Save us, Bobby. Broken bed? Nope, he's 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 gone. He's still deep in fog. He's gone. Is he frozen? I can't tell if he's frozen or if he's here. No, he's he's here. Because he has held that. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Now I'm happy. Just saying, listeners, we're coming for you. All right, uh, Thursday night football. We got Saints at Rams minus four. The listeners represented by Chris Peace are going Rams minus four. I am agreeing with the listeners on this one. I got Rams minus four. Uh, I'm not letting the Giants game fool me on the Saints. Aaron Donald's going to wreak havoc on that group. Uh, Saints suck. Derek Carr sucks. I'm going. I'm going Rams. Justin, what do you got? Yeah, I'm also going to go Rams too. They've been quietly one of the league's best teams over the last month or so. Daniel, you all said the reads that I would be picking the Rams for, so I'm taking the Rams. All right, we got Bengals at Steelers plus two. If Mitchell Trubisky is playing this game. I think I might pick the Steelers. I cannot pick a team that's led by Mason Rudolph. Like, the fact that he's still around to me is wild. Like, think about how far we've come from Miles Garrett bashing his head in with a helmet. I'm going Bengals minus two, even though I want to go Steelers plus two. Danny, what do you got? Yeah, I'll go with Bengals as well. Jake Brown is just obviously a very good backup. Mason Rudolph sucks. He's not better than Mitchell Trubisky, but... Mike Tomlin had to make a change. Are the Steelers going to go under 500 this year? Like, they're like, they're, like I think they, the like their offense can't score points. And they are not like together as one as a team either. Like, no, there's, there's drama is, there. He doesn't want to block on the goal line. He doesn't want to get hurt. I don't want to get hurt either, but like, that's a bad look for you, George. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. The listeners agree. Is it a clean sweep, Justin? Yeah, I eventually think somebody is going to figure out Jake Browning, but when you have an offense that's as bad as the Steelers, I mean, I trust that Zach Taylor is going to put up put up enough points on the board to win this game. Yeah, the I mean, the Steelers did play uh, Browning good, like they beat Browning or uh, you know a few weeks ago, but they're just not going to put up any. They only put up sixteen in that game. I don't think they're going to be able to put up ten in this. Lions at Vikings plus three. Who do you got, Justin? This is tough. If it shouldn't be t- I, lines, 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 Danny. Yeah, lines. Uh, Mad lines. I don't know. I mean, they had a good game last week, but the Vikings just suck. They have no good quarterback right now. So if I now lines, lines. Nick Mullins, he's good. Ty Chandler, our guy. He had a really good game last week. Listeners are going lines. I'm going lines too. Like this is Detroit Lions. If you are a, a Good team, you should win this game by more than three points. Man, I hyped up spread picks, and we've all went the exact same picks for our first three picks. Uh, but that's not going to happen here because Browns at Texas plus two and a half. I'm taking my Browns. I'm a Browns fan this year. I'm rooting for them. I want to see. The, I want to see that defense drag them through the playoffs. I'm going Browns minus two and a half. The listeners are going Texans plus two and a half. What about you, Justin? I'm going to go Browns. Um... I don't know the exact status of CJ Stroud. He had a concussion. He should be back. Um, but even even with them, man, they, they haven't been as magical as they were earlier. And I think the Browns, they, they find ways to win. They're, they're going to be next year. The talking point of the Browns is, oh, look at their record in one possession games, blah, 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 that boring, you know, bullshit talking point. And, but the Browns seem to got it. 
this year. They win those close games. So give me the Browns. Yeah, just stop turning the ball over. Like the Browns are like the ultimate. Hey, just don't turn over the ball. Like Tommy DeVito, I, he's the one. He's the team that would fit the Browns the most. Because like just don't turn over the ball over, and they lead the league in turnovers with that defense. Um, Danny, who do you got? Looking at the Texas injury report, CJ Stroud still has not practiced with the concussion. Nico Collins coming back looks like uh, Larry Tunsil. Uh, Nico Collins might have played last week for all I know, but I, I he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, okay. So I wasn't tripping about that. I'm taking the Texans. I'm gonna go different. Uh, they still got a capable quarterback in Case Keenum. I know they almost lost to the uh, Titans last week. But still, I think Joe Flacco, he's on hes on cloud nine right now. He's going to crash down eventually or come back to earth a little bit. And I think this is the week that Joe Flacco will come back to earth. Colts at Falcons minus one. I, I, I hate the Falcons. I truly do. I hate them so much. I'm going Colts plus one. Even though they are even though they are starting Heineke this week, I just feel like it's, so, it's too much of a mess over there. And I think Arthur Smith realized it maybe at the end. Um, so I'm going Colts plus one. Listeners are going Falcons minus one. Justin, who are you going? This line's fishy. It feels like it should be Colts minus one. Um, I mean, this basically is a pick game, so I guess it's not the weirdest thing in the world. Because it's kooky, do I go Falcons? I, yeah. I kind of had the same thought. Yeah, it's it's the, this line's a little kooky. I am going... The, the next line's kind of kooky, too. Falcons yeah. minus one. That's the gut. Danny, I'm going uh, the the Colts because the Falcons are four and ten against the spread this year. They are a very bad team to cover. Jags, I think I feel like I picked them a lot too. I think I've gotten a few of those wins. Uh, Colts at Bucks minus one. Trevor Lawrence didn't practice. Jags today at with... Bucks. You said Colts at Bucks. Jags at Bucks. Oh, Jags at Bucks minus one. Trevor Lawrence didn't practice today. What do you got on this one, Danny? Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking uh, what's what's the name? The Bucks. That's who they're playing, correct? Am I tripping? Yeah, Bucks. Yes, because uh, no, no. Uh, Trevor Lawrence do not like C.J. Beffert, even though I just learned C.J. Beffert was on the injury report for some reason. But uh, yeah, I'll be taking Trevor Lawrence. Uh, nope, I'm taking the Bucks, not Trevor Lawrence. I'm, I'm taking the Bucks too. Wow, Justin, what about you? I mean, I was going to take the Bucks, but now everybody's too confident. The listeners are going Jags plus one. Ooh. Now, I, I honestly think the Bucks could beat the Jags even with Trevor Lawrence in there. Give me the Bucks. If I knew Trevor Lawrence was playing, I, I would I would pick the, yeah. the Jags. Yeah. Uh Cowboys at Dolphins minus one and a half. Justin, what do you got? Cowboys. I agree. Uh you know, the Dolphins haven't beaten the fraud uh charges quite yet no so i'm going cowboys listeners are going dolphins though danny how about you dolphins haven't beat the fraud charge but the cowboys are they can't win on the road they've only won one road game this year and that's against this the Panthers. True. like they can't win away from home so the cowboys don't have a home game in the playoffs i don't know what they could do but I'm taking I that's dolphins. not true they beat us both times danny uh, oh yeah that is true bam look at that i'm keeping you all on your toes but giants don't count because we suck as well uh, i'm taking the dolphins this week Alrighty, and then last game we got. I'm so mad that we have to play 4:30, so I can't just give this game my undivided attention. I know. Uh, Ravens I to... at 49ers minus five. Now, 
where I feel a little better is I think the 49ers can blow out the Ravens. So I'm going 49ers minus five to battle the two number one seeds. Justin. I want the Ravens to oh, I want the Raven. I want the Ravens to cover. I'm rooting for good football. So I don't really trust the Ravens offense. So you are you picking no. the Ravens? Yeah. I am picking the Ravens. I do I I'm like I'm very vocal on JM football right now about these wide receivers gotta step up for Baltimore. It's like Mark Andrews is out. Isaiah Likely is, is doing all right. You know, Charlie Kohler's not a tight end. You're throwing the ball to Patrick Ricard's a fullback and a, and a weapon. You're not throwing the ball to him. These wide receivers got to step up. They they need to produce Don't more for Lamar. Don't they have an eighteen million dollar receiver on their team? He's he's got to step up. I mean, he he they don't. I, Zay Flowers is first on the team in receptions. Mark Andrews, who's missed like the last month, is still second on the team in receptions. They probably should have gotten DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. Um, guy had one catch for 14 yards last week. All right, listeners are going 49ers. Danny, who do you got? Niners as well. Unstoppable force. That's what the Niners are. I am excited to see what Mike McDonald does against Brock Purdy. Like, if, if, Brock, if Brock Purdy has a really good game versus Mike McDonald, like, the people who hate on him got to shut up a little bit. All right, it's time for score predictions. Danny King, what is your score prediction for New York Giants and Philadelphia Eagles on a Monday? Eagles get right game. We're going to get smacked. Eagles are going to win 40. Giants are going to score 13 points. Justin. Yeah, I think we could put up a respectable 16, but the Eagles will put up a more respectable 27. I say I only do it once a year. I'm going Giants 2, Eagles 0. Wow. Just kidding. Giants 77, oh. Eagles 0, boys and girls. You fought. You fought. Well, here's one thing you don't got to think. You know we will be back Tuesday for a recap of Giants at Eagles on a Monday. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go Big Blue.